This week on Media Delta, Sonic the Hedgehog, the movie. It seems like every time Sonic gets an animated uh, feature, that it's always something incredibly different. Strange, isn't it? Hello, and welcome to a episode of Media Delta. I almost forgot what show this was. Um, but uh, yes, um, we are now out of spooky month. Um, not true. I'm, do, I'm reading that because I just didn't know where I was going to go with that. Okay, let's start in three, two. Hello, and welcome to an episode of Media Delta. Um, we're taking a look at something pretty interesting today. Um, this actually, um, we've done uh, shows based on this property in the past. And the thing about them is that um, we have done uh, things based on Sonic the Hedgehog before. Uh, but the things that we've done so far are both kind of, they're Western creations. We've done so Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog and Sonic Saddam. Um, and those varied in quality kind of a bit, but not, they were both kind of the, you know, they weren't exactly high, qual like high tier, like, well, not cinema, but high tier TV. Um, but the thing is that uh, it's kind of interesting because that is a um, kind of a Western take, although Sonic the Hedgehog is kind of a more appealing to Western audiences anyway. Um, it is a Western take on a Japanese property. Um, so in that, like Sonic was more popular in the West, but it was also pretty popular in Japan. So naturally, um, when those things kind of get popular, uh, you have, you know, shows and t movies based you know take like made by the original you know nation um because we are talking about um what's commonly referred to as the sonic ova uh full title is essentially sonic the hedgehog the movie um which is as 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 it's commonly referred to as sonic ova it is it was originally released in two vhs tapes um both 30 minutes long um but when it was brought over here uh, it was released as one kind of uh, concrete thing. Um, and it has quite the reputation because it do it does kind of what every Sonic um, kind of show does, which is deviate, have, well, not, it kind of deviates from uh, the games itself and kind of is their own universe. Um, but nonetheless, um, I was not the only one who watched this. So please introduce yourselves. Hi, I'm Max, and I'm here for terrible voice acting. I am, of course, Deathmaster780. I'm Coolio. Sorry. I'm Coolio, and the only, uh, the only cure is more Catgirl. I'm Torpid Typus, and I'm here to see a man watch himself die. Yes. Um, so, yeah. Uh, this The original OVAs, when they came out originally in VHS, uh, was 1996. Uh, it took three years to get uh, come out over here. Um, I remember this was probably one of the last uh, anime that... Well, actually, one, now that I think about it, one of the only anime that I had originally on a VHS tape. Um, so it came in a white VHS type, and I just remember that thing. Um, uh, brought to us over here by uh, ADV Films, which is no longer existing. Um, I mean, kind of, uh, Sentai Filmworks bought up all their shit because Sentai Filmworks uh, did some real fucking shady shit. Right. Basically, ADV was neck deep in debt. Uh, so the head of ADV uh, started a new company, Sentai Filmworks, and bought up uh, ADV, relieving their debt. Right. It's it's actually kind of infamous, but go on. Yeah. Um, so um, over, I think, in Japan um was brought actually uh published in japan by madman entertainment which i believe is a relatively larger publisher of anime in japan i know i've heard their name before um excuse me that's not uh that's not japan that's australia excuse me uh it's listed something here um that um actually this was um uh done by studio perio apparently which uh that is a relatively big name. Um, yeah. Um, I think guessing by my ring, well, I think we should probably just actually start and uh, kind of, we're going to go round robin and kind of give our thoughts on uh, then uh, 
yeah, uh, we'll talk more about this thing. Um, so, uh, starting a few acts, what were your general impressions or anything you want to talk about? I actually had to watch it twice because the first time I watched it, I wasn't really sure what I thought about it. And the second time through, just, I don't know. I, I, I didn't click with this at all. Like, uh, I felt, I felt that the plot kind of went nowhere a lot of the time and things just sort of happened. It kind of, it brought me back to, to our, our watch through of Sonic adventures. Um, but at least with Sonic Adventures, they were short enough episodes where like a bunch of stuff happens and it kind of leaves you wondering what went on, but at least stuff happened. This it just felt like a lot of nothing was happening for a lot of the time, at least just for me. Um, and then just kind of the, the overarching plot wasn't really all that interesting, on top of which there's just really, really bad voice acting, just very grating tales in particular was just extremely grating to me uh none of the characters were all that interesting to to watch or listen to just just overall kind of i kind of really didn't like the the movie to be quite honest okay uh and you just kind of um wanted to bring up the characters um well more so the voice acting. I was really surprised as just how bad the voice acting was. So that's like kind of a thing about uh, anime voice acting of the era. It is incredibly hit or miss, um, especially with, um, I know ADV brought it out, but uh, it was kind of published by Taki Corporation, which is something I've ne- uh, a kind of a group that I've never really heard of that well. Uh, if you go down the voice casting list of, the ink for the English um, kind of voice cast. It's a lot of people who really do not do voices. Um, a lot of people that have only done like a very small handful of things. Um, the thing I would say about that is that that in also, yeah, the English voice acting is weird. Um, Tails or Sonic always like Sonic, both Sonic and Tails sound like they have colds. Yeah, um, and everyone yeah, like, else is just congested. Yeah, Tail, uh, Tails was the most egregious of the to two. To be fair, like the deliveries were fine. It's just like Tails's voice was awful. Yeah, um, it didn't feel like it fit. And then Sonic's just kind of like an asshole for for most of the the film. I mean, he's an asshole anyway, but generally not to this extent. The thing that I would say, like about that, is that. Um, Obviously, we all watched the uh, English dub. I did take a look. I watched a little bit of the original Japanese dub with uh, English subtitles. It did. The Japanese voice acting in general is much more competent, I feel. Um, So if you really had a choice between watching the two, I think in hindsight, now I would probably want to watch the Japanese one. I'm just more familiar with the English one. Also, I feel like most people are probably going to watch the uh, English one. Um, but yeah, that option is there. Um, but still the English voice acting in this is not good. Like it's like turbo graphics quality, almost not, not quite that bad, but it's still, it's that level of people who really don't voice act a whole lot. Like, as I said before, the problem was like, I actually thought Eggman's voice was pretty all right, but like in general, it was a, there wasn't really anything wrong with the deliveries for the most part. It was just the voices themselves were not. Um, that also, admit, the thing with uh, that is that Eggman's voice actually does seem to have done quite a few things. I'm trying to, I'm looking at their thing now. I'm seeing if there's anything uh, in particular that's standing out. Uh, nothing really that I see. Um, also does some film acting, interestingly enough. Um, but yeah, um, they were in Crusader No Remorse. Um, but yes, this is not exactly the most, it's not, you do not get your Wendy Lee, your Crispin Freeman, your, those kind of things. Um, yeah. Um, so is there anything else you want to bring up? No, that was, that was all I really had to offer. Okay. Um, DM. I don't know. I don't know what we watched. 
This thing was all over the goddamn place. We had Sonic and Tails living in Skylands with um, President Weirdo and his daughter, prototype Princess Elise. Uh, we had Robotnik living in post-apocalyptic city land. We had Knuckles and his awesome cowboy hat that got destroyed by Sonic, thereby mm-hmm. depriving us of the hat for the rest of the franchise. Well, there's... there's all... creating uh, episode three of Star Wars with Metal Sonic's death. Yeah. Hyper Metal Sonic's death. Yes. Um, that's, the hat thing is a, a tragedy because in okay. this movie, Knuckles has a very good hat. And due to something completely different, you'll never see that hat again. Mm-hmm. That was I, I was going to say... Yeah. Uh, I, I will say, though, the... the... The hyper metal Sonic thing at the end is even weirder than what you described. Yeah, and it was also just doubly out. Of, it, there's a lot of stuff that goes on that just feels out of place. Like it just just it feels like it's part of a different story, uh, tonally or really it seemed fine to me. I don't know. It, I, I I thought it was just weird. It it's one. It is one of those things that it's like. Um, that this was a thing that mostly the the thing that's coming to mind is something that I know basically only me and Torbo watched, but uh, Space uh, Space Adventure Cobra. It was this thing where it's like, oh, you're just going to go into the city, and it's a lot of weird shit, but it's just you kind of just pass by it, uh, and that this movie's kind of one of those things where it's like, okay, what exactly is going on here? That uh, it's very easy to be distracted. It expects you to accept a lot of the setting up front without really ever explaining itself. Like, the flying islands, the the dark world below, all that. Because, like I was mentioning, um, I'm I'm sorry, I just read something about the voice actor for for Sonic in Japan, but I'll go after I say that thing. Um, the, The setting is a lot different than any of the games. Like, it's not fully fleshed out a whole lot on um, the island that they live on is uh, I think they refer to it as South Island, um, which was a, which was a place in like Sonic the fighters, I think, but it's a pretty much original area. That's like, there's a president and his daughter who was a cat girl for some reason, for some reason, despite him being like a weird mustard elf. Yeah. It's, like I don't know if he was supposed to be like this cat person. Like he has animal qualities, but it it's just it's one of those like generic anime animal people kind of thing. Not like like, but also looks like a human with weird ears. To be he fair, just had pointed ears. Like to be fair, we never we we don't know who her mother is. So there could that be is, something that. That is true. He's the cat. Yeah. Um, so also I, I did want to bring it up before I forgot. Uh, I was looking up the voice actor for Sonic, uh, in the Japanese version, uh, name is Masami, uh, Kikuchi, um, voices Tenchi Muyo or like Tenchi from Tenchi Muyo, um, Joe from, uh, Digimon, like adventure one, um, PJ Barry and Prap the Rapper, um, also in Japan, also in the Japanese version, both Sonic and Metal Sonic um, does some stuff in Online Goddess. Uh, and at the very end of this list, list their dubbing roles, which they did the for the Japanese Doug or Japanese version of Doug, you have Skeeter Valentine, uh, and also the Japanese version of Bob the Tomato. So yeah, um, I, I, I just yo, dude, that was a wild fucking ride. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. Meanwhile, the American version of uh, Sonic's voice was in the Sakura Diaries, uh huh, Ninja Resurrection, uh-huh. uh huh, Lethal Force. Uh, yeah, a lot of stuff that no one knows about. Yeah, Getter Robo Armageddon. Okay, that one is at least part of a franchise that people might know about. Well, then I'm sure you've heard of Queen Emerald- Emeraldus. That sounds like a hentai. <laughs> <laughs> Play Hiroshi uh, Umino. Huh. Oh, let's see. 
Okay, I, I, I'm gonna. Um. So, Dan, was there anything else you want to bring up? No. Other All than right. the Tootsie Pop owl in there. Oh yeah, the yeah the the owl that's kind of just there. Um, yeah, he did nothing. He didn't even tell us how many licks it takes to get to the center. The senile owl. Yeah, who, despite being very visually impaired, is flying. A... Uh, to, be, to be fair, he started the plot, and that's about it. Yep. And then he started the plot again, and that's about it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, Kuyo. This is a weird movie. Uh, let's just start it with that. This is a very strange movie, and I feel like at any given point in this movie, they just kind of rolled a D20 to figure out how weird and how anime it should be. And that's that's what you ended up with. Uh, the the story is I the story is Sonic, I guess. Uh it, they just kind of put something together. I guess. Um, Look, Sonic was vibing on his Skyland, and then you know the owl came in to fuck everything up. Yeah, that's that's how every Sonic game starts, isn't it? But I mean, to be fair, pretty much any Sonic cartoon that you look at, or even Sonic comic, isn't really that well attached to any game. Pretty much just the characters. So I'm not going to fault it too much on that. Um, I will say the music was pretty good. Uh, the the action scenes were, for the most part, pretty good too. But this movie didn't really know what it wanted to do with Sonic. It had it had the it had the license, and then it just kind of went, okay, well let's just throw a bunch of stuff and it it was all right. It wasn't terrible. But it was also not great. It was not nearly what it should have been. Um, it's uh, more, more or less what I got to say for now. All right. Um, Turbo. Uh, I actually really enjoyed it. I, I thought it was fun. Uh, it, it was weird in the way it flowed together. It was kind of strange, but it's like it was trying to catch the general Sonic vibe, so I can understand that completely. Because like, they're just uh, large segments of just Things happening, Sonic, Tails, Knuckles at points, just moving around, doing shit. And that's that's fine. I, I get the vibe they were going for, especially because this was originally supposed to be a pilot, wasn't it? That is, so, I'm, not a whole lot of people just outright say it, but it is widely speculated that this was meant to be a pilot. Yeah. I, that and, this was meant to be a two-parter, like, pilot for a show. And um, it, it's, it's definitely got that vibe to it, too. Uh, you know, setting up Robotnik as the antagonist. Uh, showing off the president and his daughter, who are clearly going to be side characters that recur, uh, all that. But I don't know. I I, I thought it was fun. Uh, it looks nice in motion for the most part. Uh, it's colorful. It's nice. It's like nice in that regard too. But uh, the the plot itself is just it's barely there. It's thin, like any Sonic thing, really. And that's that's fine. Uh, Sonic himself is an annoying asshole, like always. He's always been that. Always will be. Tails has the worst voice imaginable. Like, man, I could tolerate Sonic sounding like he was going through some fucking heavy seasonal allergies, but like, oh my god, Tails, Tails' voice is grating. Which yeah. I'm sure everyone can attest to. Hmm. Yeah. But, uh, you know, one thing that I will say about Tails, voice aside, he does have some, some pretty badass moments in this movie, and I appreciate yeah. Tails does shit, which is a lot more than a number of Sonic properties and shows. Yeah. That that is one thing I will say about this is that people are competent. Like Sonic does cool shit, Tails does cool shit, Knuckles does cool shit. Uh the, the setting itself is interesting, but like also that was before I guess the, the Sonic setting was more codified. Like like just just crystallized uh cuz at this point it's Essentially, they're just dicking around a bunch of flying islands, and then there's the dark world below, which is essentially, like, apocalyptic outside of Eggman Land, which is this giant fucking bright mess of buildings uh, filled entirely with robots. All robots. That said, Eggman was pretty fun. Uh, that said, Sarah was 
there. Annoying. She was annoying. No, she made things happen, but that's kind of the problem because she did it through being incredibly annoying. Mm. Uh, the president, though, existed. He he did nothing. He did literally fucking nothing the entire movie. Yep. There's not a single damn thing he did. The only thing he did was order his owl buddy to go to Sonic, and that was entirely off screen. And that owl, fucking worthless outside of starting the plot. Because yep. the owl did start the plot in both episodes. First one, he's like, hey, you gotta go see the president, Sonic. Second one, he's like, hey, some weird fucking metal Sonic came through here. Go check it out. Oh, well, dressed up like a skater. Dressed up in Sonic's favorite clothes. Yeah, it's... Which Sonic doesn't which, wear clothes. Yeah, also, that owl is completely different size than Sonic. Yeah, he stretched all the clothes. It's real fucked up. In general, I found it pretty fun. It's just, yeah, it, it really tries to balance doing plot and character shit with the action because it's Sonic the Hedgehog. We got to have a lot of action. And I'm not going to say if it does it amazingly or not. But uh, it, it tries, at least. It tries a lot. Uh, also, the ending does just kind of happen. I will give it that. Yeah. Just Sonic and Hyper Metal Sonic uh, are fighting, and then just Hyper Metal Sonic ends up in a pool of lava. And he's like, it, there can only be one Sonic, because at that, st- at that point, their psyches had, had completely synchronized, and they could feel each other, you know, feel, like, pain and think at each other and all that. So Sonic could literally feel himself dying as Hyper Metal Sonic died. It was good. He could feel yep. it. His body burning away in the lava. I feel yep. like you're enjoying this a little too much, Torpo. Maybe a little bit. Well, it's such a weird thing for, like, a Sonic thing. Because the idea is that to weaken uh, Hyper Metal Sonic, they had been, like, trying to synchronize his thoughts with the Sonic data that was inside of him. Because they had to copy Sonic's data to make him as fast as possible. And and so the idea is that would weaken him because it would make him more like Sonic, but in doing so it made them synchronize so he could feel... Sonic could feel everything he felt and vice versa. And then Metal Sonic went... Well, I'm a monster. Time to go. Ah. No, he. it's less like that. It's more like, there can only be one Sonic later after he swats Sonic hand away as he falls into the lava. Cl- climbing up towards Sonic just to swat his hand away. I don't really get it's it. It's a real Geese Howard move. It's a fucking bull-ass move. Power. It's a power move. I guess. Oh, so to be fair, it's not like the like at least the the lava didn't come out of anywhere or anything like that. Because like they've been showing that that fucking giant floating glacier, or whatever the giant floating ice island was full of lava for some reason. It, and Eggman was going to use that to destroy the planet. I mean, I thought the plot was that he was going to that particular section just to crack it open and cause the the glacier to fall down. Yep. And, then and then flood. Uh, no, the entire point was he was going to eventually blow up the world somehow with it. And blow up the outside world. Yeah, just send it all off into space. Yeah, because I guess that thing was the key to keeping, like, the islands, like, floating as they were. Something like that. It was all very stupid. Never, never mind the fact that, you know, there's the whole Master Emerald thing that's probably been established by now it's 1996 when did well it's it, sonic because sonic th- that was in sonic 3 um yeah. but that they also might not have had the master emerald in this one yeah because they, they don't really give a whole lot of detail about the land so we just kind of go off of what we see and what we hear which is not much no I, I suppose that if this was meant to be a pilot, uh, as you've mentioned previously, um, there's no way of really knowing what they might have been planning if that if that had been fleshed out to a series. Yeah, yeah, it's it's kind of the struggle with it. Is it felt like they they really wanted to and intended to do more, but just couldn't. So it just ends up a bit messy because of it. Yeah, yeah. Um. So. That what you want to go over? Yeah, sure for now. All right. Um. So my journal's like obviously as I mentioned, uh, I've been I when I got this like at so actually that's funny because the first time that I actually saw this um was actually in the museum mode of Sonic Jam. They had the Japanese trailer 
for this. And I got super pumped when I saw that because it's just you hear that the theme of South Island uh, going in that thing and also a little bit of the credit song in that. And it's just a really the music in this thing is per, like really good on uh, there's kind of a good reason or like there's pretty good lineage uh, for this thing in regards to music because um, the it's actually kind of funny because the music director for this thing. Uh, I forgot what his name was, and it's probably not going to be easy to pull it up quite uh, yet. Uh, yes. Um, so he um, worked on several other uh, anime before, even as uh, I believe he was executive producer for Bubblegum Crisis, which is another anime which is noted for its incredible music. Uh, and this one does not disappoint. There's a really good vocal song at the end. The music in the actual show is actually really good too. Like it's some really good ambient kind of things when it needs to. Um, I just really like uh, the music in this. Um, but yeah, like now that, because when I watched it originally, I was like really super, like I really liked it. Uh, and the more that I watch it, I feel like this actually holds up a lot better. Like there's definitely a, the bar for Sonic cartoons is kind of low to admit. Um, but this one, I always felt held up really highly or really high regard compared to those. Like this one actually holds, holds up quite a bit compared to other Sonic stuff. Um, but you know, now that actually like, you mentioned like that and it's like i can actually definitely see why people might not like this because it it is kind of a thing where it's like okay these things are just happening and uh we're using the backup recording again apparently um and uh yeah it's just a uh it's really weird but i still feel that it holds up pretty well yeah i i also agree that it's like of the sonic stuff it's probably the best personally uh, it just, it feels like they meant for so much more that they just ended up not doing. Yeah, as much as I criticize it, it's still, I mean, I only saw the Sonic the Adventures. I didn't do the Sonic Satam, but uh, it's it's definitely a better watch than Sonic Adventures was. I feel like you'd probably, you actually probably watched the better, the more entertaining of the two shows. Oh my God, Satam was so boring. Yeah. Um... But yes, uh, that's my general thought of it. It is an interesting thing, but also I can definitely see why people might not like it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, um, I guess we'll kind of go around again. Uh, Alex, is there anything else you want to point out? Um, not really. Uh, I think I covered pretty much all of the stuff. Um, I guess I could talk a little more about the characters. Um, uh, kind of opine on that um sonic was just i didn't like sonic at all throughout it he's just an asshole and it's just i don't i don't really connect with characters like that tail tails was actually despite the the issues with the voice and all that and trying not to harp too much on it tails is actually a lot more likable uh trying to help people out and uh constantly trying to to, to solve the situation um sally was just fucking annoying or sally sarah i'm thinking of the thinking of the other character sarah and i knew i was going to make that mistake too uh sarah you might just, as well it's it's the we are going to insert a girl character to be a romantic romantic uh foil to sonic yeah a little bit more in air quotes in this basically one. sarah was basically amy before amy if i'm gonna be honest yeah, I mean, compared yeah, compa to, to Sally is a bit of a stretch because Sally is at least you know competent. Yeah, no, but Sarah Sarah does nothing but just sort of be there and be annoying and fuck over Eggman repeatedly, despite him putting up with her shit for some reason. Yeah, and there's just a weird subplot of him wanting to marry Sarah just comes out of nowhere. Well, she does yeah. nothing but treat him like shit, too. It's important to note. Right. 
just it's 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 a bizarre back and forth between the two characters that never actually like it never feels it never feels like they're actually at odds with one another it just feels very forced like mo- most like her character really just doesn't need to be there at all and robotnik is he's he's a villain he, he does his villainy stuff and he does it fairly well he tricks tricks them all into going to his home world to try to kill him with the uh, hyper metal Sonic or metal Sonic. Oh, he, or... he tricks him into going back down to the surface to his city so he can get Sonic to touch a thing so Eggman can get his his data to make hyper metal Sonic. It's really it, convoluted. It is. It's very convoluted, but it works because Sonic is very dumb. Uh, who else is in it? Owl, Owl Dude, like Torpid mentioned, just there to kind of keep the plot moving along whenever it needs to. Uh, it doesn't really do much else. Uh, it's also kind of a hot mess and fucks everything up. And he wears the sweet clothes that Sonic very clearly definitely wore and, and liked okay. a lot. He only wore the sweet clothes, though, in the second part. Yeah, but he still wore the sweet clothes. Yeah, I, it's actually kind of an infamous image, isn't it? Yes. How did he find them? That's my question. Okay, so if I remember correctly, if I remember correctly, he says that Sonic came to him the night before and made him wear the clothes, which which indicates that because Sonic was missing at that point after being beaten by Metal Sonic. So what what I'm guessing is Metal Sonic, for some reason, visited the island and forced the owl to wear Sonic's clothes. Yeah, it's fucking weird, right? Okay. Yeah, yeah. That, that's that's, that's after watching it twice. I just want to make sure I'm not going crazy. And that's no, no, exactly... no. That's 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 exactly what he said. Yep. So, yep. so I think that's the pr- the principal cast. I mean, you did have uh, Metal Robotnik, but that was, I mean, it it served one purpose, and that was to be evil and fight Sonic. Yeah. Yep, and, and then you had the very extreme. I, I thought it was very stupid. The uh, the scene with Metal Sonic crawling up out of the uh, lava, only to swat Sonic's hand away and then sacrifice itself, so there could be only one Sonic. Just I don't know. Just something about the scene really just kind of rubbed me as stupid. It's, it's really goofy, but also it's even more stupid when you think about it, because that meant that Sonic could feel that entire thing. Yeah, exactly. Sonic could physically feel himself dying. Actually, wasn't the thing that Tails was trying to do, wasn't he actually trying to desynchronize? No, he was synchronizing them because Sonic's psyche would weaken Hyper Metal Sonic. Because Sonic is an evil. Uh, Okay. It's it's a very, very dumb scene with a lot of horrible implications, as Torpid pointed out. It, yeah. But yeah, so that's my run through of the cast. It mostly, mostly sucked. The president was also terrible too. Did absolutely nothing. Yeah. Um, DM, you have anything to add? No. Okay. Other, I don't know where this would have gone as a series since they were apparently living in a dead apocalyptic world with like very few people. Well, it's like weirdly post-apocalyptic because on the Sky Islands, everything's fine, but like below the surface, well, it's all ruined. We saw a lot of civilization. It, it gave me Skies of Arcadia vibes, actually. Anyone's played that. How dare yeah. you? I hate all of you. I don't play <laughs> video games. Y'all suck. I was not playing RPGs in the Dreamcast slash GameCube era. I hate all of you. you that were, well, here's the thing. There's PSO that existed. That took up every 100% of my RPG care. Okay, I can, I can understand that. I put a lot of hours in the PSO. Fucking whatever. Move on. <laughs> I'm not angry. You're angry. Fuck all of you. Um. So. And plus, the underworld is mostly comprised of like robots. Yeah. Um. I'm sure. I'm sure that there is an interesting story as to why the the uh, underworld is all robots and the overworld is not robots. I don't know, but. It- yeah, there's definitely some interesting ideas. Just nothing gets a, there's not enough time to explain any of it. Well, yeah, it's it's once again it kind of lends to that pilot vibe of like 
they can't really expand too much on it. They just have to establish a setting real quick and start the adventure, establishing the characters and all that. And and trying to make it interesting enough to actually sell to networks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, I take it you have nothing really else to add, DM? No. All right, uh, Koyo. Um... And if you don't have anything to add, you could just skip. Yeah, I realize that, and uh, I'm probably just going to do that, because the only thing that I can think of to, to say is, like, there's a fair amount of padding in this, which is fairly evident. Like, a lot of, it, it's weird. It's a lot of padding for something that's an hour long. Yeah, like there, there's one scene where Sonic is just traveling uh, to uh, the Dark World with uh, on his plane with Tails, and then Robotnik and Sarah are playing video games and Sarah's completely eating it. And then they do it again for no real reason. The exact same sequence. Yeah. For something that's as short as it is, it, it definitely felt like they padded it out a bit too much with stuff that just it didn't it didn't need to be there. It really didn't. Yeah, this could have easily fit into like two-thirds of the time, at least, like, at most. Anyway, that's that's what I gotta say. All right, uh, Torpo. Um, you know what, I, I will say the, the environment design in it is actually really neat. Oh, yeah, it definitely is. Yeah. Uh, like, like, all the backgrounds and everything and all the setting is actually super cool. Because, uh, like, once again, you see bits of the ruined world, like a wasn't there, like, a weird giant highway in the middle of the fucking ice cap? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you see, like, the ruined world below, but you also see, like, the lush island that Sonic lives on with the giant plane catapult underground that just emerges from the fucking mountainside. Right next to the broken-out shell of an actual plane, like, another plane. Yeah. Like a, like, like a large jumbo plane. And but there's a Starship Enterprise? There's a lot of, like, these, these like, various shots of, like, sort of wreckages, but also with, like, signs of life around it, and it's kind of neat. Like, it's it just feels like the world has moved on, essentially. But also, it never really tries to establish any of that, so all you get are these visuals. And so, like, that, it's it's neat from a, a an art standpoint, but also it's weird from a storytelling standpoint because these seem like big things that they just never really touch on and it, it just once again lends to that sort of feeling of they clearly intended to do more but couldn't uh, that's that's all i got to say on that for now unless anyone else wants to add something nope no i i actually do agree with you you know the the artwork itself was really neat even if sometimes the animation doesn't really match up to the quality of the rest of it Mm, lines flying through the sky. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that weird ghost thing when, like, with Metal Sonic is just weird. Because I remember my first thoughts when I started up, started up the first time, was, "All right, this looks really nice. It seems all right." And I just, I, I kind of wish that it, it had, that the writing and the 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 voice work had kept up with the artwork because probably would have enjoyed it a lot more yeah yeah uh, as i said like i thought the, the voice work personally was fine even if some voices were grating they did what they were supposed to it's just certain characters were written poorly like sarah <laughs> sarah's voice delivered fine perfectly fitting just a bad character right uh do you want anything or do you have anything else to add who's that to I think that's Torpo. Oh, what? No, that was... it was No, yeah, that's, that's all I gotta say. Alright. Uh, there was one thing that I just thought of, uh, especially mentioning of Sarah. This Sonic thing was slightly... I don't know if hornier is the right word to say about it, but it was a lot more jokes pushing that kind of edge to it. Yeah, remember that time that Sonic groped Sarah on accident? Well, it was Tails that did that. Also, was the it time... Tails? Oh. 
Yeah, it was tailed, and then oh. metal. No, and then Metal Sonic flew through the bottom of the ship, so he ended up accidentally seeing up Sarah's skirt, and Sonic was reacting very erratically to it. Also, when they, oh, they is gave... that what that was? Yes. Also, just Sarah's outfits in general. Uh, also, there is in the there is a brief. Um, I mean, this is just some just. A weirdly detailed thing is that there is a like two second dream shot of Robotnik marrying Sarah with a bunch of kids. You can see her breastfeeding one of the kids. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, just tit out. Uh, also, Sonic flips off Robotnik in one scene. Yup, that one's good. Uh, also, <laughs> Robotnik tells whoever it was to eat me, which was a good like one of the few good lines in this. So yeah, it's weirdly, um like more I don't want to say more adultish, but they 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 push the line a little bit more, which is kind of interesting to see. Uh also if you listen to the I did not find any examples of it when I was watching it. Um but this is one of those this is actually a thing that's common in a lot of Sonic uh like it's something that happens. I don't know if it happens in the games, but it's definitely something I recall seeing in Sonic X. Uh, is that because they actually know that Sonic's more of a Western-focused character, uh, they'll have him interject with random swears, like English swears, in it. Um, Like, I clearly remember when I was watching the Japanese dub of Sonic X, you hear him say shit, like, once every other episode. Well, then. Um, Because in Japan, it's just... Japan's weird about, or Japanese is weird in that it doesn't really have the concept of profanity. So when it's like when they're writing these things, they just like are just weird, funny words. Also, um, once again, random English, cool. English is cool. It's neat. Yes. It's foreign. It's exotic. It's funky. But also, it's hot shit. Yeah. That's why you'll find like random fucking English lines in various like Japanese songs. It's it's because it's cool. Yep. Like up. Um so yeah, did anyone else have anything they wanted to bring up? No, I think I got my thoughts out. Uh just gonna restate this. Music really fucking good. Yes. Yeah. That that is without a doubt. Yeah. Like whoever I, I forgot the composer, but like he definitely got the sonic vibe down with the music and also it was just really good in general. Yeah. Um so yeah. Uh, any other things? Nope. I think we've about covered it. Remember that right. time Eggman flowed into his cockpit like a liquid? Yeah, that was... That was weird. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so music was by Mitsuhiro Tada. Tada. Has it done anything else? Uh, <laughs> I looked at Anime News Network on their thing. Staff in Golden Boy AOAV <laughs> theme song arrangement. Which, to be fair, he also did theme song arrangement for Gundam Wing. Um, man, man, fucking opening what? theme. So good. Man, why... Like, obviously it's alphabetic, but man, why do you gotta start with Golden Boy? <laughs> uh, Just gonna take this. Go, go on. Uh, so, I think, I think we're ready to wrap this up uh, and rank this. So, uh, we're gonna rank this using our normal 1 to 21 scale. Um, we are, um, in which, uh, one is absolute mastercraft, um, and 21 is kind of unbearable, like garbage and not even fun to watch. Um, so yeah, um, Axe, uh, what number would you give this? I'd put this at like 12 or 13. All right. DM. 16. All right, cool. Yep. Right around the middle. Uh, 11 or thereabouts. Okay. Torpo. Let me look at the list again. Y'all are fucking ranking this weirdly low, but whatever. Because I would, I would watch this 100% over Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles or like Little Nemo. I was going to say like a 9 or an 8. Okay. Well, I was also going to be around that area. I was going to say eight. 
Um, so we have quite the spread. Um, so, um, like obviously, like if we take a look, time at the, to fight. I've got my knife ready. Well, let's <laughs> see. Let's just take a look at the middle. Uh, I will gut you like a fucking trout. Let's see. Over Sonic like, the movie? That's a hell of a hill to die on. It's, yeah. it's the Sonic OVA, not the movie. Sonic yeah. the Hedgehog the movie is a different thing entirely. Which, How fucking dare you? Which, technically, we also could technically rank that. We, we could. Point. We could do that. Could. Uh, if you hate yourself enough. I mean, that. from what I've heard, that movie's okay. It is, it is extremely okay. Yeah, I've seen it myself, and... I was expecting it to be surprisingly good or, you know, laughably bad. And it disappointed me in both ways. It was fine. It's like, it was, there was, it was just somewhere in the middle as well. We can discuss that if and when we get to that. Yep. Um, so I'm just going to start from the bottom and work the way up. Um, we don't have a 13, but we do have a 12 on uh, that is the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles live action movie. Um, I, I would definitely say I'd much rather watch this over that. I would also say this is significantly better than Little Nemo and the adventures of Lolo the Penguin. Yeah. Okay. I, I can agree with adventures of Lolo the Penguin. Personally, I prefer the Turtles movie over this. Why? Because I like the Turtles movie. That's yeah. Really, That's, all I need hey, to say about that. Opinions. Fuck up. I mean, some people just like seeing mouths in the middle of. I do. Yeah, I like. Mouse. I like my Eldritchian nightmare horror. I like my recursive mouse. I love yeah. my skin suits. Exactly. Um. I, I would even watch this over Wizardry personally, but. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Because after that. We have Wizardry. After that, I, I I would say it's like fine alongside like Area 88 or Pirates of Dark Water, but because that's the thing is, I also would have been in that area. I am fine with it being, well, I would I could definitely see it being a nine. Um, the thing is, is that I feel like hmm. there's still the matter of the sixteen on the table. There, there is I. There is the 16. I've got my baseball bat ready. I'm ready to bust some fucking kneecaps. Um, I don't think we're going that low, but it is something. Well, also with Koyo and Axe going downward, I do think that I know that we both high, hold high regard, but clearly we're not the I'm only just, people. I, I would like to hear why so low, I guess. Well, I kind of outlined it in my, my starting thing, which, you know, I didn't like the characters, I didn't like the, the plot. You know, the art's alright, the music's good. Um, just, it doesn't feel like it makes good use of its time. In, in my opinion, a lot, of, a lot of stuff could have been cut. Characters could have been cut. Scenes could have been cut. Um, some stuff just feels out of place. Uh, those are my, my big things. It's just overall, I didn't really en enjoy it as, as much. Which are definitely points that I can definitely agree with. Or I can yeah, definitely I, I'm see. just wondering relative to what else is on the list, I guess, but Oh. Uh, I I when I rank it during the episode, I'm not really thinking about the list. It's not until we start like, actually going, okay, well we found we found when we find like a common number that we sort of agree with and then we start stacking up against it, that that that's a that's a different thing. I uh, yes, I'm yeah. just saying because sixteen is is Lower than Salamander and Dick Tracy is. Yeah, I, I think that one is. Well, I, I wouldn't low. put it that low. Yeah, I, that's that why one. I said 13. 12 yeah. or 13. Okay. With 13, we don't have anything, which means that we could put it in a slot to, you know, get us something no, there. No, I, I can understand that <laughs> yeah. one at least. Yeah. 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 Because um, if we think about, like, if we just, again, if we just kind of split the difference outside of DM's outlier. That puts us right at, I mean, that actually just puts us at 11. Um, we got Venture Little Penguin and Little Nemo, which, if I think about those movies, um, the thing about Little Nemo is that that is just such a pretty movie. But the problem is that the actual, like, substance of it is so, 
slow or is like so kind of not, bleh. Yeah, there's not a lot going on for it. Um also, how the hell did Adventures of Lola the Penguin end up at eleven? I don't fucking I know. Remember. I was on that episode, and I don't remember how we you, gave it. You liked a... it. You liked it. Did I? Yes. I thought you did. You did. Yeah, God, I, I don't even. I don't even remember. It's not worth remembering. It's not great. Like, I'm. I think all of us were kind of lost in the moment. That that, that dude's face just stunned all of us. Do, do you still yeah. have a riff? I need to see it. I have it somewhere, but I'll need to look at it. Because if, if I think back on it, it's not that good of a movie. You know, I still have that Media Delta reevaluation thing still. Yeah, I was, I was thinking about that because I, I really didn't think I was going to need to. I can't remember why we put it that high, to be honest. <laughs> like, Tron, I remember people like going to bat for that. This... I can't remember that. I can't remember why we put that that high. I don't know. I think no. It's just one of those things. Like rankings tend to get weird in the moment because you're talking to a lot of people at the same time about it. Yeah, but even still, like I don't remember. I don't remember us ranking it that high because it really wasn't that good of a film. I, I think part of it is because it was so fresh that it, it almost seemed better than it was. Yeah. Maybe. I don't Maybe. know. There's a number of reasons. These things always get weird in hindsight. I will still fucking shit on Tron, but... Yeah, that's... Yeah. Yes. Because, like, I would I would rather watch this OVA than Adventures of Lolo the Penguin, but I wouldn't want to watch it over, say, the Turtles movie. See, the thing that I would say about that is I would definitely watch it over, bo over both. Um... There's just a lot of weird things about that Turtles movie. Damn! Uh, <laughs> um, Little Nemo, though, as I think about it, the thing with Little Nemo is that it's a very pretty movie with not a lot of actual, like, story substance. Um, yeah. At least that that's my take. If I look at, like, Wizardry, Wizardry is also an OVA, that's the thing, but though granted, that's also a complete package. Um, you know, just kind of rethinking wizardry. Um, I honestly can also see it being at the same level as that. Uh, I do feel like the production value on Sonic OVA is a little bit better, but wizardry is just so weird. And like, it's like, there's just a thing about it that I feel like I could definitely see it being on that level. Also, uh, Wizardry has a sort of, like, weirdly intense dedication to its source material that I will mention. Yeah. Uh, Nickelodeon Guts, um, I'm also not gonna be, I'm also gonna be honest, I don't remember why we get that one that high as well. I don't know either. I think, I think it was a case of, like, you and I may have disagreed, but other people didn't, but... I think it was you know, just whatever. the three of us for Nickelodeon Guts. Why did it score so high? I didn't enjoy... Like, we, we started... Like, I didn't enjoy it. We started watching fucking American Gladiators because we're so bored with it. I just remember us kind of being in agreement that it was very middling. And that's... that's I, was just saying, I, would, I would go back and see who all was on that episode, but the problem is, is that I have to do YouTube and that's going to play on the recording. Yeah! Especially because Craig's a bitch. Yeah. I told you, Craig sucks. Craig fucking sucks, regardless. But... Yeah, no, I think Nickelodeon Guts only got to where it is because it was it was very middling, but at least, you know, Mike O'Malley was somewhat entertaining. Yep. Yeah. Um, okay, I have it here. Nickelodeon Guts, it was Axe and Torpo. And obviously... Yeah. Huh. Huh, what the fuck were we thinking? I feel like, in hindsight, I've had that for a lot of these. Okay, like since we have all three people there, should we just go ahead and move <laughs> Nickelodeon guts while we're here. Oh, no, we're... no, no. This is this is yeah. this is about Sonic yeah. OVA. <laughs> I like how this just turns into a fucking production every single time now. Every yep. time we fucking rank, it becomes this. I because think... because you won't let go of Tron. No, Tron fucking sucks. <laughs> we need to have an episode, maybe will that will be the first episode of January of us just going through and cleaning this list out. 
I will never move past Tron. If you touch Sweet Home, I will kill. I promise you. I mean, I think Sweet Home's fine where it is. Okay. I, I think part of the problem is the fact that, you know, the more that you're doing this show, the more stuff there's going to be here, and the more of a reference point that you have to wonder, why is this show so high? Yeah. Anyway, also, to be fair, hindsight tends to do a lot too. Like, hmm, yeah. actually, do. That's why I that's why I tend to I tend to watch the stuff that we we have to watch more than once because my first viewing I feel like isn't my best viewing of it. Do we want to just cut down the middle and just say ten? I'm fine with ten. I'm sure. not gonna. I, I'm not gonna fight I, on it. I ain't gonna fight it. I got better shit to do, like fight Tron. <laughs> better hills. There are better hills to die on. I will kill Tron. Where <laughs> I should have we my rank disc ready? I have my frisbee. <laughs> so this is 53, right? I am already in my skin tight suit. Let's do this. Oh no. You can see my junk and everything. It's great. Terrible. Be glad that this is an audio only feature, folks. Yeah, Axe can see it. It's unfortunate. It's it's horrible. Leaves nothing to the imagination, but then again. Oop. At least it's not David Bowie. If it was David Bowie, then I wouldn't have any problems. Man, I fucking wish I was as good-looking as David Bowie. I would be be saying jack shit if it was David Bowie. I would just be savoring the moment and sucking down terrible potpourri smells. (laughs) Let's not forget that they packed that shit with fucking potpourri because it stinks so bad. Dried oranges, a pine coat, and junk. (laughs) And all those puppeteers just fucking kneeling, just getting huge whiffs of his potpourri junk stink. Do you stank. think the person who was the puppeteer of Hoggle pissing in that thing had a moment realized, what am I doing with my life? Yes. <laughs> I feel okay, like so there had to be is, at least a few of How those. long do you think it took them before they decided to put in the potpourri? I don't know. I can't Because that's not a thing you figure out in oh, what am like, I doing? implement exactly overnight. Going some, had... Like, enough people complained about David Bowie's smelly junk <laughs> for long enough that somebody had to do something. Sir, uh, Mr. Bowie's junk is just, it's stanking it's way too much, and we need to do something about it. Please, uh, I've even got a petition from the staff. I also uh, like that Batman got a tone of XXX. I mean, he was trying to go for edgy. Okay, I, I guess. I, guess. I mean, look, Axe, have you ever danced with the devil in the pale moonlight? I I haven't, but I've also never t- touched another man's rhubarb. <laughs> All right. So is there anything we want to call out in music, music. charm, um, cinematography, storytelling, action, and art? Music. I would say music and art. Y- yeah, art. Okay. Second. Yeah, I, I don't know about the, the action per se, because some of it was solid, but others was just kind of, I wouldn't say lazy. But sort of lackluster. Yeah, then it, it didn't really hit the way that it it probably should have. You think wasted potential might fit? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. One hundred percent. Absolutely. Oh, where's my charms? Took me a moment to realize the peach stands for butt rock. Yes. It's it's good, isn't it? It's good. <laughs> All right. Um, wasted potential and charm. Uh, anything else? Um, I would say thumbs down for writing, I guess. All right. Because, like, as as much as I said, it felt like there was potential for more and whatnot, and, like, it felt like they want to do more. With what we got, it was just kind of messy and a little sloppy. Yeah. That would be another wasted potential as well, I'd say. Because there was, there was plenty of opportunities for them to flesh some things out, well, even, even in that short amount of time. Once again, the struggle is it wasn't meant to be like a one-off thing or like a, a, like a, a movie. It was very much meant to be like a two-part pilot, but it never got to be a pilot, so... Yeah. It, it's, it's just kind of unfortunate. Yeah. My opinion on the action is that when there is action, it's pretty good. Just that there's, there's a lot of not action. <laughs> Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, the, the pacing was wonky. So yeah. you're saying thumbs up for action? Eh, I think uh, mileage may vary. Yeah. All right. Might fit better. 
Because, like mm-hmm. it was mentioned, there are some really good action scenes, and then there are some not quite so good action scenes. All right. Uh, anything for yay or nay that we want to call out? You know, it was the right length. All right. I'll give it that. It, 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 what was that? Voice acting for nay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's once again, like, I felt the deliveries oh. were like, okay, but some of the oh. casting was questionable. Google Drive really yeah. wants me to move everything around. No, fuck you, Google Drive. I'm in here and I'm not anonymous. More like you Google Walk. <laughs> Who of you is the penguin, you fucker? I'm logged in as me, so... Okay. Yeah, if if you're if you don't have edit rights or if you're not part of the document itself, you just show up as anonymous something, and you don't really know what you are. Let's see. We have a penguin, a dolphin, a koala, and a chameleon. I am um, the koala. Um, let's see. I know this because it's the only one I don't see. Um, I don't think we have a voice actor one. No. Because that'd be like an audio. Like I feel like the audio thing is a bit too constricting. But yeah, because in that case, we'd probably put a your mileage may vary for the. Actually, I, I think I, I think I might know. Music um... and audio. Oh, what's the? I hate that I'm gonna say this. Um, it's the emoji that if it's for Nate, it's the emoji that whenever. Blazeball stuff comes up. It's the one that the moist talkers always gets represented by, but it's the speaking one. I don't know what it's called though. Speak. Is it just speak? Yeah. Okay. Oh, it, it's one of those that looks weird. I will fix that later. Oh, you don't want to just do a pair of lips? No. <laughs> you can't even see with that. That. Is. Yeah, yeah that's, it, that's it, a terrible all black emoji. See, the the problem is is that Windows the emoji keyboard and Windows, um. Uh, half of them are these really shitty-looking black emotes, like all like the all black and not colored. Um, and they just look really bad. It's just a, it's just a yeah. single silhouette. The yeah. the, pro- the problem is it doesn't have any image data. It's literally just a font glyph. Well, yeah, because the thing is, I can go to Emojipedia and just find the thing, and then it will actually look better. But that's also more than do while we're doing here. Um. So yeah, I think that's I think that's good for Sonic the Hedgehog the movie, aka Sonic OVA. Um, so yeah, that's a lot lower than I was expecting it to be. Took us but, a li- took us a little little to get there, but we did it. We did it. It was a wild ride. We, we had to climb over a bunch of other things that maybe we need to look at again, but <laughs> except for Tron, we're gonna leave that one there. Turn down Tron. <laughs> um anyway. In fact, we're gonna we're gonna raise Tron up a couple more teams. It's fine. I'll just fucking hunt down Lolo and beat the shit out of him. It's whatever. <laughs> anyway, I think baseball bats think, are very easy to buy. I think that's good for Sonic OVA. So before we head off to our next thing, uh Axe, is there anything you want to plug? Uh no. Okay. Um uh Coolio. Uh, sure. Uh, there's the uh, Let's Play group that I'm a part of, uh, Low Bias Gaming at lowbiasgaming.net, as well as my uh, radio show slash podcast, Square Wave Symphony, uh, your home for video games, chiptunes, and all things weird and geeky, and that is available at uh, lowbiasgaming.net slash squaresim and at squaresim on Twitter. Yep, and unfortunately, uh, DM's voice said uh, it had to there have some site issues so uh uh you can find deathmaster available or on twitch uh, twitch.tv slash deathmaster 780 um and torpo what about you uh you know twitch.tv slash torpotypist and also at torpotypist on twitter and i would like to plug the holes in this wreckage of an aircraft yep please why does he fly that piece of shit? Yeah. Literally, the first thing he does is fly a rocket in that blows up. Yep. It's terrible. You know, I'm liking the idea of there being a subplot to the series where Torpid desperately is trying to get Tron ranked lower. <laughs> <laughs> and it just kind of culminates in the final episode where it finally happens, but it turns out, nope, Tron gets ranked higher. Inexplicably. 
Just me and Lolo <laughs> on top of a nuclear sub duking it out. Yep. Have at you. Yep. Uh, so the next thing we're taking a look at is actually really interesting because it is actually, um, it's another. Um, we've done a, it, I, and I was gonna say we've done a couple. By a couple, we mean one. We're actually taking a look at a web series. Uh, next, um, next time. That's technically, I believe, still ongoing uh, due to its release schedule. Uh, we are taking a look at something that is called. Fantasy Kaleidoscope, The Memories of Phantasm, um, which are actually it's it's weird to say fan-made because of the um, franchise's four, uh, but we're taking a look at some Toho animated, um, basically some Toho anime that's that came out on the web uh, that I, I wasn't exactly sure what the distribution of it is, but yeah, it is a quote-unquote fan-made kind of thing because it's mostly done by the work of one person um but yeah it's it's kind of a fascinating thing um but that'll be next week so thank you all for listening if you would like to look at the full list of rankings for yourself please visit r3.ldp.life and go to the media delta list tab if you would like to watch media delta's sister show retro rank rhapsody you can either watch at youtube.ldp.life or by tuning into twitch.tv slash lodopuzzlo at 7.30 p.m. on Fridays, 2.30 p.m. on Saturdays, and 1 p.m. on Sundays. All those times are from the Eastern U.S. time zone. If you would like to discuss this episode with the community, you can do so by joining our Discord server, which you can do so by going to discord.ldp.life. Thank you again for listening, and I hope you tune in for our next episode.